I love networking, but I'm an old-fashioned networker. It's all about relationships and connection. I don't do this new school social media connecting thing, you know, where people follow and add thousands of people claiming it's their network, where they know maybe 1% of the people they connect with. Then there's this old supposed form of networking many of you try. You know, sign up, go to an event, meet a bunch of people who may or may not be aligned with you or your objectives, exchanging cards, sending the obligatory follow-up email, and hoping that the relationship develops. Yeah, okay, that doesn't work. Fast forward to today, and I network totally different than a lot of people. I'm more focused and selfish about my time these days. See, back in the day, I had no plan, no real agenda, no direction. Back then they said, hey, meet as many people as you can and get to know everyone. Eventually you run into the right people. It's a numbers game. What they didn't tell me was that all of that would be a waste of my time. If you don't know who and what you're looking for, it's a waste of time to do that pray and spray kind of method. What they didn't tell me was that without a networking plan, I was just meeting people for the sake of meeting them. What they didn't tell me was that I needed a strategy to identify who made sense to connect with and focus on building those relationships. Ask 100 people what's the best way to network and you'll get 100 different answers. But I'm here to tell you that if you're strategic and intentional about your networking and you develop a focus plan, you'll be able to get what you want while helping other people get what they want. And I still say the best networking comes out of building relationships. You just have to build the right relationships. Today, I want to focus on real networking strategies that may seem a bit transactional, but when done right, can be very lucrative. They can be long lasting and mutually beneficial. Is there any other kind of networking? I don't think so. Well, I'll share my own tips and how I became a master networker, mostly by accident. But first, ask yourself two questions. Who are the people that I need to connect with to achieve my networking and business objectives? And how can I maximize my relationships while helping others and getting the help I need to reach my business goals? Welcome back to another episode of Mogul Chicks Chat. I'm your host, Adrienne Graham. I'm the CEO and proud founder of Mogul Chicks LLC, and that's Chicks with an X. I am a serial entrepreneur and a self-made businesswoman who is a strategic business growth advisor, published author, mentor, and investor. We help female founders of color grow and scale profitable job-creating companies and eventually get their company's investment ready. We also help groom them into dynamic leaders and CEOs and build legacy wealth in the process. Mogul Chicks is a mindset, a way of life, if you will, and a blueprint for female founders who want to build a legacy of wealth and a generational business empire. We provide strategic business growth solutions and a platform for resources, mentoring, networks, and education. Our mission is to take your company from flat to profit generating, to job creating, to investment ready. My personal mission is to help you build and run a better company, reimagine the way you do business, 
and built lasting wealth. Oh, and before I forget, be sure to tag at Mogul Chicks using the hashtag Mogul Chicks Chat on social media. Make sure you rate the show and leave a comment. It helps people find us. Share the love, share the love. Today's topic is building a strategic power network. And the conversation will focus on creating networking strategies, getting around the right people and learning how to give and get. A lot of people forget that stuff. I'll also share a few tools that I use to help me connect with the people that I want to reach. Hopefully in this episode, I can demystify the process and give you the tools and a few ideas on how to build your own proper network. While this won't be a comprehensive conversation, because you know, I'd be here all day. I do want to give you ideas that you can implement on your own that will help you get well on your way. So let's get started. You know, networking ain't what it used to be. Back in the day, networking was about getting and giving as many business cards as possible, followed by hit or miss follow-up. They say fortune is in the follow-up, and that's partly true. I'll touch on that in a minute. But if you're in the wrong networks with the wrong people, there is no follow-up fortune because those people are not your ideal target network. So how do you get in the right circles and not waste your or anyone else's time with strategic planning? I'm about to drop all the jewels to help you be successful and not waste your time. Your network can contribute to your net worth. So let's make it worthwhile. So first, visualize your ideal target power group. Here's the fun part. There are no rules about who you can and cannot connect with. You can pretty much reach out to anyone on this planet. Can you actually connect with them all though? Probably not. But we live in a world where social media captures a lot of attention. So use it to your full advantage. I'll get into actually tapping into for introductions a little bit later, but I want you to think big for a moment. What, who is it that you would love to connect with? You know, don't hold back or don't let the fear of the unattainable deter you. Trust me, your list can include anyone, even the president himself. So when creating this list, be intentional about who you want to connect with and why. That's, that why is very important. We're not just creating lists to dream about. We're creating these lists to take action and make a connection. So don't skip. Aim as high as you need to so you can meet your objectives. You want to get in a specific store? Find out about the buying team or the buying person. The CEO may not be the ideal contact, but, you know, you got to reach out. You want to get on a specific show? Well, find out who's in charge of booking talent and make sure that you get the criteria for which they invite people on. You want to contract with a large corporation? Well, find out who handles business development and reach out to them and so on and so on. You get the the drift. Look, this isn't to say, this isn't the time to say, I want to meet Oprah because she's my idol. She may be flattered and thankful, but she isn't trying to meet with random people to have coffee or dinner to shoot the shit. Come on now. She's a businesswoman. And if it doesn't make sense for her and her brand, she's not trying to connect. Not saying you could never connect with her, but you have to come with it. So, yes, create that power list of people you must connect with. But how do you find these people? How do you connect with them? Well, start out by finding them on social media, of course. A majority of people have one social media profile or another. So start with the professional ones first and start looking them up. LinkedIn is a gold mine. Also try sites like Valence, V-A-L-E-N-C-E. It's an exclusively black professional site that has been gaining traction, but it's just one of the niche sites that I use as well. But LinkedIn, let's get back to LinkedIn. 
I'd advise you to come up off that credit card and buy a premium subscription. Now, I know that I've always said do what you can with the free tools until you can, you know, use the maximize the premium tools. But, you know, you got to think bigger. Yeah, you can use the free version. But if you're really trying to connect with people, I suggest you buy a premium subscription. You can also try what they have. It's called the, sale, the Sales Navigator subscription. I have used this for sourcing business leads and it takes the guesswork out of searching. Many times people will have their contact information readily available. And other times premium subscriptions come in handy to use for those who don't have their contact information available. Now on a side note, as a recruiter, I also use LinkedIn Recruiter that helps me to connect with people who are looking for work. But that's a whole other conversation. Also try industry or gender or race or specialty specific items, uh, sites, excuse me. You'd be surprised at what you'd find. Just do a simple Google search for what you're looking for, such as, let's see, Latinas in engineering or women in media or whatever keywords you wanna use. Just be super specific. There is a social media group out there for just about every segment. You just have to be patient and diligent. I found that I can find anybody I want with a little patience, detective work, and persistence. And of course, the right approach, which leads me to my next point. Invest in the tools that will help you find and connect with these people. So some of you may not like what I'm about to say because it's going to cost you money, but hey, let's get with it. Okay, yes, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and all of that are great. They are well-known tools. But remember what I said a few minutes ago. A lot of people keep their contact information hidden and not for nothing. These sites don't make it easy to get that information. Remember the people and their content or the product and they're not parting with that for free. Facebook, LinkedIn, that's why they have ads and all that other stuff. So keep that in mind. I have over 20 years of recruiting experience under my belt. So I have been able to find and use a plethora of tools to find the people that I need. If you think it's all about posting job ads and waiting for people to respond, you're wrong. But that's a conversation for another day. I've had to lay out some money over the years. A few that I've used include Zoom Info, Lucia, that's L-U-S-H-A, and yes, even People Finder, Intellius, Spokeo, People, um, etc. You know, for my real estate business, yeah, I do that too. I use PropStream. Most of these cost money and I'm okay with paying. And you should be too, you know, no, you don't need them all. I'd research and figure out which ones make dollars and cents for you to use and your and for your budget, of course. And if you want to get old school, you can just look up the company or place of employment. You can always do some good old fashioned cold calling to get addresses and phone numbers these days. Everybody's companies are on the web in one way or another. Just remember, the higher up the person is, the more levels of gatekeepers that you'll need to get through. Are you up to that channel, that challenge? Well, if you are, it's important. And if it's important to you, you'll make it happen. My next point is, you know, so once you've identified them and find their contact information, it's time to reach out. Let me start by saying, don't go sending DMs or random messages and hitting them with a sales pitch. That is the absolute wrong thing to do. When you get someone's contact info and hopefully their ears and their eyes, you don't want to spam them, spam them or come off as salesy or a pest. I don't care what these sales and marketing coaches tell you and what folks are saying about shooting your shot. That's all good and well, but you have to be strategic and classy. You want to engender trust and build, hopefully, a long-lasting relationship. 
Find some common ground with them. What do you have in common with them? It can be a personal or professional thing, but make sure you find that common thread. You can usually pick up on all of that by reading their social media posts, or if they have been on any interviews, you can look at that as well or listen to those. Next, think about how you'd feel if a complete stranger just popped up in your inbox one day, unannounced, talking about some stuff that you don't care about. It isn't pretty, is it? In fact, if you're a busy person, it's annoying. Do you know how many pitches I get on a daily basis? Do you know how many sales DMs and emails I get? It's really annoying when someone reaches out and doesn't take the time to get to know anything about me. Like, you know, all of the, I have several companies and and all of them keep me busy. So when someone reaches out talking about, oh, I can help you start a business. I'm like, what the hell? So it's important to find that common ground and work from there. You can craft a simple tweet, an email or DM saying, hey, I'm such and such and I love say baking for for example you know i saw that you post recipes and it caught my attention i'd love to connect or hey i saw your post i'm a mom of twins and an entrepreneur too i know how hard it can be and i would love to build a network with people like me who i can chat with and get advice from i love to connect and exchange tips or ideas okay so maybe i'm oversimplifying it a little bit but you see what i mean find a common thread and work that angle Now, you'd probably want to connect and talk business, but get to know them first, then grow into business. My next tip is create a follow-up system and stick to it. When you're wooing potential clients, I hope you have a system in place that keeps you in contact with them while growing the trust. Networks work the same way. One and done is not the way to go. And bombarding them with email daily doesn't work either. It's annoying, like I said earlier. So what's your happy medium? And how can you make sure they feel like you're serious? Well, simply ask them. Once you make that connection, ask them how they prefer to communicate with you. Ask them about the methods and the frequency. And please don't add them to a mailing list. Remember, having someone's contact info is a privilege. Don't mess that up by being a pest. After a few communications, you can tell them you have a mailing list and ask if they'd like to be included, but don't make assumptions. That'll get you blocked. Make a commitment to follow up with them regularly, maybe every other month or quarterly, and then honor that. Don't leave them hanging. My next tip is build up those conversations over time. That initial period of introductions and getting to know you are great, but what happens beyond that? You have to keep them engaged and invested in your progress. That's not always easy to do. Think about TV shows, right? When you have a show premiere, it's up to the writers and the producers to create a narrative or storyline that hooks them in, the viewers in. Think about networking in the same way. I know that's crazy, but stay with me for a second here. Once you've engaged them, how will you grow that relationship? If your connection with them was on a personal level or a common interest, that won't automatically lead to doing business with them. You have to lead into that. By keeping the conversations light and exploratory, you can. So keep those valuable conversations going. Check in on them. Offer something of value to them. And no, I'm not talking about your products or your services. That's later. Send them events they may be interested in. Recommend a book or an article that may be helpful to them. Introduce them to other people. Yeah, you can do that. You know, it's not a taboo and it won't come back to bite you in the end. You know, you got to give to get. 
you know, um, introduce them to people who may be ideal for them to know. Send them a birthday card, an anniversary card. Congratulate them on big wins. You know, stay engaged. They'll appreciate it. Sounds like a lot of a lot of work, right? That's because it is. Relationships take time. You don't just accept a proposal from a person on the street without ever having met them before, I hope. So get ready to put in that work. My next tip, tip is use alternative methods to connect. So years ago, when I started my radio show and magazine, I used those to get to know people and I loved it. There was no harm in it. I wasn't selling anything, but it gave me an opportunity to really dig in and find out about people and let them find out about me. Because my podcast, if you've listened to them, they're conversational. It's not prescripted or or rewritten, you know, pre-written or anything like that. We really dive into conversations. I can't tell you how many long lasting relationships that I've built interviewing and writing about other people. I'm not saying go out and start a podcast or a magazine, or maybe I am. It's on you. If you have a newsletter, for instance, you can start there. Ask them if they'd be interested in an interview with you. More times than not, they'll be appreciative and say yes. But wait, let me give you a disclaimer. You should always make sure the platform is relevant to them. So for example, you wouldn't interview Oprah on parenting advice in a parenting magazine. You wouldn't interview Tom Brady about cryptocurrency. I don't give a damn that he does that commercial. He is not a crypto expert, just a spokesperson. Make it make sense for them and you and your audience. People love being interviewed to showcase their expertise. So use that to your advantage, or you can invite them to speak at your event. Be prepared to pay some money for this though. Let me say this, never expect anyone to give up their time and talent for free unless they volunteer to do so. Did you hear me? I don't care if the event is virtual, that person is giving up their time and sharing their expertise with your audience. So be respectful of that. Look, I can talk about networking for days because it's what I do, but if you want any more, you can check out my books, previous shows or videos, or you can attend one of my workshops. You know, networking is about real relationships, real relationships. It's not hard sales. And that's why so many people hate it or suck at it. It's not a numbers game. It's a strategic plan to grow into relationships and build trust. You're not networking to become BFFs, but by the same token, people gravitate towards similarities. Once they're comfortable with you, They'll be more open to doing business with you, I promise. But you have to be willing to cultivate and groom those relationships. It can't be all about you you and your needs. If you're still not comfortable with networking, I wrote two books a few years back. Go ahead, talk to strangers, The Modern Girl's Guide to Fearless Networking, and Fearless Networking Without Asking Permission. Fearless Networking, though, is more of a a self-study course, though. But While they were written a few years ago, they're applicable to networking any day and can help you step up your networking game. You can get them both on the Mogul Chicks website or barnesandnoble.com and of course, Amazon. Also, plug, plug, check out my friend Kelly Hoey. Her book is Build Your Dream Network and it is phenomenal. Well, I hope you're starting to feel more confident now that I gave you the roadmap to starting to build your ideal dream team network. Uh, It takes work. If you're still uncomfortable, let me know and I'll invite you to my Fearless Networking Strategy Workshop where you'll not only learn how to network properly, you'll also be engaging in mock interview scenarios. So yeah, I don't play about networking. 
And one final note, being connected on a social media platform doesn't mean you have a relationship with the person. Remember that. So those are my tips for surviving in networking or starting in networking. What are some of the stumbling blocks that you've encountered in building your own network? Leave your comments and let's get the conversation started. Make sure that you are doing the right thing. You're protecting your reputation and your brand by networking in the right way. I'm Adrienne Graham, CEO and founder of Mogul Chicks, and this has been another Mogul Chicks chat. I want to help you build a better, more profitable company by providing strategic growth solutions, resources, mentoring, training, and access to capital. Make sure you check out the other episodes, and if you like what you hear, share the love. Pass the link on to your friends. You can find this podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Anchor, and of course, on the Mobile Chicks website. Make sure you subscribe. And if you subscribe and leave a comment on any or all of these channels, it helps other people find the podcast too. Sharing is caring. For more information about how we work with you to grow and scale your company, visit us online at mogulchicks.com. Send an email to contact at mogulchicks.com. Or you can connect with us all over social media at LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest, and everywhere else at Mogul Chicks. And that's Mogul Chicks with an X. And if you're not yet part of the Mogul Circle, if you're doing over a million dollars in revenue annually, or the Makers Club, if you're doing six figures in revenue annually, what are you waiting for? There's so much value in membership and the communities. Or if you prefer a good program or trying to move beyond startup phase, check out the Mogul Chicks Academy at mogulchicksacademy.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Mogul Chicks are always a step ahead of the crowd and they're always closing deals. Remember, Mogul Chicks make mogul moves and power plays. Your move. Now go be profitable. Bye.